This podcast of the Model Health Show is presented to you by Sean Stevenson with Rare Gym Productions. For more information, visit the SeanStevensonModel.com. Welcome to the Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson here with my amazing, talented, beautiful co-host and producer, Jade Harrell. What's up, Jade? What's up, Sean? How are you today? Man, I am lovelicious. Lovelicious? Lovelicious. And so, <laughs> tell me what that means. Well, I am full of love today. Mm. And it's delicious because it's your anniversary. It is. It is my anniversary today. <laughs> lovelicious. Yes, nine love. years wow. of marriage with my beautiful wife. Y'all yeah, coming on in, right? <laughs> and so this is a very special episode also. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, because of the travel schedule, and shout out to everybody in Atlanta that yeah. just came out to see me at the uh, meet and greet and book signing. That was amazing. I really love that city. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Whole Foods there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. They've got a barbecue bar. Just one <laughs> bar dedicated to barbecue. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really As it amazing. should be. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just a really great experience. Mm-hmm. And just thank you guys. Also did a segment, went to CNN and Love did a it. segment on HLN, which was just crazy, mm-hmm. crazy. And this is the power of an idea. You know, we always like to reiterate that because none of this stuff existed. You know, the model health show was an idea. Mm-hmm. Sleep Smarter was an idea. A pretty you good know? idea. And how did I go... Say. <laughs> well, thank you. From where I come from to being in, in on CNN, you know, it's just I'm really grateful and just t- trying to take advantage of each moment to really appreciate, yeah. you know, every step along the way. Mm-hmm. So, but shout out to everybody. But the, just the schedule has been a little crazy. So you guys are going to be hearing this after our anniversary but today is actually our anniversary but you will still be celebrating of, you know it <laughs> it's an everyday thing it's you know this is just a, a mark for humans mm-hmm. to realize like oh yes you know but for us it's been a continuous growth and love every day and that's what we really want to talk about today and so Absolutely. today's a very special episode we're going to talk about the five keys to an amazing relationship there we go why does this matter why does this matter well I've said this time and time again that I truly do believe this in over a decade of clinical experience working with thousands and thousands of people, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people impacted by some form or fashion with my work. And I've seen this firsthand that the number one influential factor on your health and your success in life is your relationships. Mm -hmm. And the quality of your relationships is going to dictate so many things about you. So why not have that part dialed in? Yeah. All right. So that's why this matters. And who is this for? Does it mean, you know, what if it was like, well, I'm singing a single lady song right now, Sean. <laughs> All right. I'm doing the thing with the dance, with the Beyonce hand, Sean. You know, I'm working on it. Well, this is one of those things where, you know, it's so important. What if we can get the information before we get into the situation? That? Man, 14 you know, years ago, would that have helped us? Right. To be prepared, mm-hmm. to come into it with some knowledge base. Because a lot of this stuff is an experiment. Like yeah. you're just kind of thrust into it and you're just like, figure it out. Yeah, we're still figuring it you out. You know, and a lot of people, a lot of people struggle to figure it out. Right. You know, and this is why the divorce rate is mm-hmm. at an all time high, of course. But also, this isn't just about, um, if somebody is in a situation like that, it's about realizing it beforehand, mm-hmm. you know, where it gets too bad. Is it the right relationship for you? So we're going to open the eyes on a lot of different topics today, but we're going to talk about whether you're in a relationship right now, how to make it the best of the best, most amazing, passionate relationship, but also 
if you are still not, if you're in transition, <laughs> we'll call it if you're in transition in, in relationship limbo right now and you get out of it, you're going to come into it as a much greater person able to handle that situation with a lot of love and a lot of mm-hmm. purpose. Sure. All right. But before we do, let's give a quick okay. shout out to our show sponsor on it. Head over to onnit.com forward slash model and you're going to get 10% off all of your health and human performance supplements. I'm holding in my hand as Jade opened the bottle and smelled it <laughs> right before we started recording. I just this emulsified know. MCT oil, the strawberry flavor. And I made you, you came over to the house I and I made you my lion's mane tea. Tell, tell, tell everybody about it. How, Man, how delicious was it? It was so good. That, how good was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. It was very tasty. But by the end, I was still trying to get the last drops out. Yeah, like, she was like, more tea, you know? using her finger. <laughs> Who tries to finger out a drop Me? of? Uh, I'm just I kidding. Do. I'm just I kidding. It's all like good. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a strawberry emulsified MCT oil that good was stuff. in there, and this is incredibly important for your brain and your nervous system. This is functioning mostly on dietary fats, and when you become deficient in these things, your brain and nervous system start to slow down processes. So this makes everything fire faster, and it's insulation that buffers you from stress. All right, so MCT oil is fantastic. It's a very quick source of energy for your cells. It doesn't have to do a lot of conversion because just say your cells are running on the American dollar and uh, and the food coming in, maybe that piece of chicken is like um, some yen. Okay. So there has to be a conversion process and, and it takes some work to do that. But this is coming in straight up American dollar and your body knows what to do with it. Mm-hmm. All right. I hope that makes sense. It does. You just go into the same line. You won't be sent down to take two doors down or the other. You're fine right here. There we'll you go. take it. We'll exchange it. We're working it out. And also I've got in my hand the Hemp Force Active. So they just upgrade and change the formula for the Choco Maca. It's a Okay. But the vanilla acai is still the same. But this one has been changed a little bit and they've added in a couple of new things to make it more kind of rounded out and increase the L-lysine. So there's different amino acids that make up these complete proteins, but it was a little bit low in lysine. So Aubrey Marcus, a good friend, CEO of Onnit, decided to combine the hemp protein with some pea protein and organic brown rice protein to upgrade the formula and make it more well-rounded in the amino acid profile that you get from it. And I got to tell you, it actually tastes better so, yeah. which was it was already good. it was already great mm-hmm. and now it actually tastes better so check it out if you haven't already go to onnit.com forward slash model for 10% off now let's get into iTunes review of the week ah, here's another fun one five stars girl from earth 29 informative engaging and inspiring thank you Sean and Jade for your reliably great show I know I can listen to any episode and learn something new about health and beyond I sometimes even binge listening <laughs> better than those donuts right I'm a fellow health enthusiast and really appreciate all the time and energy you put into researching topics that are close to my heart your show greatly enriches my life I highly respect your opinion and enjoy Jade's sweet hilarious comedy too when I listen I feel engaged as if I was having a discussion with close friends I really appreciate your admiration and devotion to your wife and children too including family love as part of the greater vision of global health like you my own personal health crisis put me on a path of avid self-care and healing 
I particularly got on this path because of my battles with candida, endometriosis, back pain, and dental problems. Mm. All these ailments have been my greatest teachers, and I bow in gratitude to each of them. I am Mm. currently particularly interested in the remineralization of teeth, as presented in Ramiel Nagel's book, Cure Tooth Decay. I hope that in one of these episodes, you will take an in-depth look at oral health and nutrition. I find it interesting because the mouth is the beginning of the digestive system and can oftentimes be the end indicator of our inner health. I'd love to hear your opinions and research on the matter. I will continue tuning in and share your show with friends. Thank you for staying true to your path and sharing your wisdom with the world. Big love from Big Sur, California. Candice is 40. Wow, Candice, that was absolutely amazing. And there's so much (laughs) intuitive vibe in there about we've got a show coming up here in the near future on all things teeth. All right, all things dental health, and I'm really excited about that. But also, how did you know my wife was coming on today? Right. You know, and talking about how how that is a big part of what I do and who I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to acknowledge you for what you said. I mean, bowing to those illnesses as your your teachers, and that perspective is so powerful and empowering, so that you can actually learn the lesson. Because every single thing that we're faced with in our life, good or not so good there's a valuable lesson in it. There's something to learn from it. And it takes a very evolved human being to see that. And I just want to thank you for being who you are. And I appreciate that so much. Thank you for leaving the reviews on iTunes, everybody. It's so awesome. So (laughs) awesome. Appreciate it. Now, on that note, let's go ahead and get to our topic and our special guest. So today, extra special, five keys to an amazing relationship. Not an all right relationship. (laughs) How you, how's your relationship? It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> we don't want to say that. We want to be like, it's, it's amazing. I'm so, it's, I love, I love my mate. I love my partner. Everything is auspicious. Word of the day. Uh, we're not going to make that a thing. Okay. <laughs> Why but not? this is so important because what I mentioned earlier in the show is that our relationships are truly the most intimate and important factor on determining our success and our health in life. And this is an overall part of being a model. You know, being a model for health, being an inspiration to those around you. It's it's so inspiring when you see people who are who are happy, yeah. you know, and that relationship is a big part of this. So today I want to provide you with some huge, huge insights that we've learned along the way in study and in practicality. <laughs> All right. So we have today my very, very special guest, my wife and Stevenson on the show to share her side of the story, because it's not just going to be like. He just makes it sound good, but, you know, from her perspective as well. So for today's show, five keys to an amazing relationship, I'd like to welcome to the Model Health Show, my beautiful wife, Ann Stevenson. How you doing today, babe? Hi. <laughs> Jade's like, because that's how I feel about her. If I mean, it's obvious how much you love her, Aww. but it's easy to love her. She really is an amazing woman and a great friend and brilliant and an awesome mother. I could go on and on. So I am very excited to have Anne back. She's also here for a repeat. I received that. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Yes. There you go. We apply. We apply here. <laughs> apply so today is a, is a special day, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, nine years of marriage, but we've been together for 12 years. Yeah. And thank you. I just want to thank you really for marrying me. <laughs> thank you yeah. so much. I feel the same. Like, you know, you've changed a lot, a lot of things in my life. So it's a, like, thank you is not even a word to mm. describe, you know? 
baby. You can give me all, you know, ver- I'm getting verklempt. <laughs> we want to dive in and, and share with you guys some really tangible, yeah. actionable insights and tips on building a, an amazing relationship. Because as you guys know, relationships take work. All right. This stuff doesn't just magically happen. You know, in the beginning, you've got like this cocktail of chemicals that get released when you first get interested in somebody and it doesn't matter all those annoying things you don't even know about them it's yet okay. you know think they're so cute oh they are but so then cute. after about a year and a half two years they're like would you stop right why what are you, are you chewing doing? like that why are you chewing period right you know <laughs> so how do you keep the love <gasps> yeah on fire you know and that transition period into real love because in the beginning i mean of course there's a love there but there's also a kind of infatuation and mm-hmm. uh I, I, and really, discovery yeah, of course. And you know. I feel that, you know, attraction and sex even is intuitive and instinctual. Those things are instinctual. A relationship is not necessarily instinctual, right. right? Based on our evolutionary programming. So this is, again, about being a more evolved human being and how do we go about that? And we have to have models. We have to have some strategies for this. And so let's go ahead and dive right in. And so the first key here to an amazing relationship, number one, is to help them to fulfill their number one driving force. Wow. Right? Help them to fulfill their number one driving force. So what does that mean? Well, basically, uh, incredible work by Tony Robbins. He's drilled it down to these six specific human needs that we all have. And these are the six. Whatever thing you think about that you need, it's somewhere in here. And the six human needs are, number one, a need for certainty. Yes. All right, we need certainty. We need to know that the lights will be on. We need to know that I will be all right. We need to know that the kids are taken care of. We need to know that if I take this risk that I'm going to be okay. That certainty is important. It's a need that we all have. I need to know that my bills are paid, whatever the case might be. And that spans so many different aspects of our life. Certainty. I need to know that if I marry you, you're going to stay with me and only me. All right. Certainty. The second one is uncertainty. All right. (laughs) Uncertainty slash variety. Because what if everything was certain all the time? Right. You would be super bored. All right. (laughs) Super bored. If you were playing a game or watching a movie and you knew that, you know, you know exactly what's going to happen all the time, it would just bore you out of your mind. Well, sure. Unless you're three or four years old. You want the same movie over and over again, right? right? But this is also kids see through new eyes all the time. But But, that's a whole other story. That speaks to the the reason why you could atrophy your response and awareness if things were always the same. Because there is there's a lot that goes into us knowing what's going to happen or being prepared if something sudden came. Mm -hmm. And if it were continually the same thing, then we would start to diminish exactly no i you're right you're right on the money yeah so we need that variety we need that uncertainty because that helps keep us going Mm -hmm. helps get get us up in the morning in a strange way (laughs) so that's that's the second human need the third one is significance and this is that's this is very very big this is very very big here and significance we all want to feel like we matter bottom line in pretty much any context you can think about any example there's some significance there yeah. that matters for you. Fourth human need is love, all right? Love slash connection, because a lot of people settle for connection today. So love is still love is still the big thing, but uh, connection and love is a human need. So he says that those are kind of the basic needs, and then there's two higher needs, and these are the near needs of the spirit. And so the fifth human need is growth. Mm-hmm. All right, growth. We all need to feel like we're progressing, like we're moving towards something, like we're getting better. And then the sixth human need is contribution. Yeah. All right, contribution. So being able to 
give back to what is given to you, being able to help to make something else complete, to build something, to uplift, whatever the case might be, however you want to color that. But those are the six human needs. And so um, number one, in the context of building an amazing relationship, you have to help them to fulfill their number one need, their number one driving force. So we may have all six of these, but there's we all have all takes, six. Okay. But it's where they okay, so rank I'm in for all you. Of these, exactly. And you have to find out which one is the big thing for you. And we actually went through some practices to figure this out. And so if if Anne can talk a little bit about it, yeah, yeah. To find out for each other. So talk a little bit about Brilliant. your big need and kind of yeah. how that works with us. Um, and actually, I do want to point out that the needs change also in uh, yeah. in different stages of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, say, you know, uh, in single life, uh, being a new parent, um, like later on in age, I think that as time goes by, certain needs change, like yeah. your top need. But for me, uh, consistently, it's always been certainty. And this was such a huge uh, revelation for both of us because yeah. it seems a lot of things, and this is what um, I also talk about, like getting back to basics. It's it's basic things that we take for granted um, in relationship, any type of relationship that we have where we don't just go back to the level base. Like, what's this house built on? And us actually speaking on it. Mm-hmm. So when we actually when we had that conversation of you know our human needs and just realizing the certainty, um, him him being an entrepreneur can be a tough life, as I know most of the listeners know. Uh, you're juggling a lot, but yet trying to fulfill your your passion. Um, what makes you alive the most but then especially if you have a partner that can be quite challenging because as for me mine is certainty and I think most most people it's it's like that weird conversation where and I hear this a lot you know with friends where it's you know it's like they're supposed to know like they're supposed to do this they're supposed to do that but when you really think about it have has there been an actual honest conversation on this right you know so so there's a lot there and a lot to take from that because you just said it a lot of us take for granted and i know i used to feel the same way it's like you should just know what to do to make me happy or to help me to Mm -hmm. be happy Mm -hmm. you know we put so much on the other person to be the one who makes us happy but ultimately that's even an illusion you know which we could talk about a little bit but the bottom line is it wasn't until we actually had a conversation about it and talked about it and so for for and number one human need. And so we basically, we went through some exercises mm-hmm. and we'll which I'll talk about in just a second, but we found it took the top two human needs. Okay. And number one for her was certainty. Number two was love. For me, number one was growth. Number two was love. So we really connected on that love. Yeah. Yeah. But for me to have that driving force of growth and to the degree, so every day is an amazing opportunity for me. And at the end of the night, when I lay my head down, it's a great day every day if I got a chance just to improve even a little bit. Like, I have to feel like I improved. It's a fail only if I feel like I didn't get better. You know, so having that kind of mentality and function and kind of way of being in the world of growth Mm -hmm. and development and even taking risk and doing things to kind of get outside of my comfort zone to be better, living and having a relationship with somebody who's all about certainty 
you can see how we yeah. can start to have can some talk, conflict. Can we talk about like the raw food classes? Sure, yes. Yeah. Um, and earlier, earlier in his career, um, he we used to teach raw food classes well I was like his sidekick like you know um, making all the food in the kitchen while he's teaching and this is you know and I think he's talked about this in a lot of episodes where like his first two um, people it was just two people in mom's kitchen but you know it grew and grew it was like 20 people in my mom's kitchen and he would get elated by seeing their transformation and no matter how much hard work it is, and we're talking about spending so much money at Whole yeah. Foods because everything had to be organic and all these things and seven course meals. And and that's it speaks volumes on like, you know, him's talking about the growth factor where it, it just thrived him. You can just see him too. and contribution and just seeing his life just expand. But for me... I'm sitting there like biting my nails like, well, this is tight, you know. <laughs> and the yeah. the only cool part was at the end, four hours of being in the kitchen and then four hours of speaking to these people and seeing how much we've actually changed their life. So it always felt worth it at the end. But going through it and we would end up in conflicts time and time again. Or he would just mention we're having another class. I would look at him like... But I never, I would never say anything instead of like, he should know. He should know, like, we're still trying to figure stuff out and um, being an entrepreneur. And it's, it's quite a, it's, it's a lot of things to handle in one. But I just think that just a simple conversation, heart to heart, where it, no, no ego is involved, just simply being curious like a kid. Yeah you know, um, talking to each other, that heals so much. I, that was just the the best sure, thing I sure. think that we ever did. Now, if you're like many of us, you went along that way for a while before you realized, hey, this conversation needs to happen, right? Yeah. My question is, how do you approach that conversation and come to the table without the ego, without the hurt and the suppositions and assumptions to even get to those basic things and yeah. have the breakthrough that you're talking about? The- the real talk, a lot of people don't ever have the conversation. Yeah. You know, we yeah. just keep suppressing. And sometimes we don't even analyze what, what our problem is. You know, we just feel we just don't like it. We, and then we start to not like the person, you know. So I think it's important. So for us, it was collectively like we saw it's always great to seek outside counsel, mm-hmm. you know. And for us, it was in the form of Anthony Robbins, you know, doing a course it was what is it called? Love lovers and for loving, love and passion. Yeah, and our lovers for life was part of it too. Yeah. But yeah, so we got this course, and we because we were both interested in kind of personal development, just mm-hmm. you know. But it with her at the time, real talk, she's probably just more like casual, you know. But it was enough of interest for us to sit down and do it together, mm-hmm. and we both wanted to be happy. We wanted to be happier. We knew that something was a little bit. A little bit not connecting so we sat down together and we went through it all and that's where we gained these insights because I think it's and I just had this realization like a few hours ago Mm -hmm. that if you don't have an example of what this looks like you're literally thrust into chaos Mm -hmm. yeah her parents broke up her parents are not together my parents broke up they're not together 
we don't have any close examples of what mm-hmm. that looks like. And even our friends, you know, you know, like one married couple, you know, er- earlier at that time, you know, and not having a great example. I mean, what are you going to do again, except you're going to you're going to struggle. Hopefully you figured out, but mm-hmm. hope floats. Yeah. You know, you got to be careful about that. So bottom line was we we used this modeling mm-hmm. and found out a template and some things that we can conversate on. And we had to get really open and honest about it. And so these six human needs, if you can figure that part out and help your significant other to fulfill that need, it's going to open up a whole new world up to you. And here's why, here's how it happened. So once I really got that, she needed to feel certainty mm-hmm. in order to just be a person, you know, <laughs> Yo, yeah. I focused in and put, my full attention on making sure she felt like everything was taken care of. Cause that's what she really wanted, you know? So, because I was continuously, I had this big vision. Like I wanted to impact the life of at least a million people at that time. And I was taking risk and spending money. I didn't have sometimes experiment with this supplement or whatever. And those are the things that helped to make me who I am. But at the same time, it was making her wildly uncomfortable and not being there to support me. Well, she was, but not necessarily. She wasn't, excited about yeah, it here's right, what happened right. like that one time you i walked through that into like at home and he has this big huge swing in the living room <laughs> I remember that like swing. this yoga swing <laughs> I know that it's swing. like what just happened <laughs> all right it was there it was yeah the yoga swing <laughs> right. story but anyways I, I but that. this is this yeah. is really what's important here is that once i focus in on doing that and making sure that she felt secure that all of our kind of financial things were mad all that stuff was taken care of what happened was nothing short of what would seem like a miracle mm-hmm. she completely switched over and became more about growth than me all right she mm-hmm. became the person who pushed me mm-hmm. she, instead of me wondering like why are you not with me on this she was out in front of me mm-hmm. saying hey you should do this no, how no. about trying this right. because it took care of that number one thing for her sure. and that's what we all want we want that person to be this this way that quote we want them to be but right. it's really about are you doing the thing to love them how they want to mm-hmm. be loved and support mm-hmm. them how they want to be supported and I can see where how we can miss that often because we'll think that what's number one for me is going to be number one for my mate and that's not necessarily true you know we have different needs to be fulfilled my question then actually two questions one how did you discover or give us some tips on figuring out which of these six is number one because yeah. they all seem very important and relevant Mm -hmm. and then number two by channeling all that energy into her number one need did you compromise or have to make adjustments to your number one and if you did how did you do that oh such a great question do you want to answer it first i'm saying that because i'm 14 Uh, years married and i'm still (laughs) like let's figure out how to get this great um i think as far as like with figuring out the needs you know how do you discover yours it's, it's simple it's just really after we talk about them and list them just be honest with yourself about what is most important to you. Do you want to feel significant more than anything? You have to be honest with yourself. Once you, you can't be honest with your partner if you can't be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of that simple. I mean, there was some little, you know, written things in the in the program, but it. you know, it's really just being honest about it. And by the way, we'll post in the show notes. So the modelhealthshow dot com. Mm-hmm. We'll put in the show notes a uh, talk that Tony Robbins did on these six oh, human needs a TED talk, which is kind of brief introduction into it He's which fast. is really awesome yeah he yeah fast, so <laughs> so that's that's really what it is right there and mm-hmm. then the other part of the question yeah so once you discovered what hers was right and you channeled all that energy into her number one did that compromise yours 
And if it did, how were you able to make that? The thing is, um, I always, uh, based on his character, even when we were first dating, there were certain things in his character that I knew for sure. You know, and I think that this really applies to people that are single and looking for for somebody or even if you do have your mate, there are certain characters, things that you can see, you can foresee into the future with this person based on the characters that they're presenting. And some of those characters, which one of them and I, this one of the many reasons I love him to this day is when he speaks about something and he commits to something he always follows through or he gives it 120 and follows through. So it was never a matter of the frustration I would have with him not seeing my uncertainty. It was just that it was not mentioned. So yeah. when when it came to his growth and seeing his him evolve as a person through all these um, different transformations that were happening with people around I, I knew that there was something there and, and I knew that I had to support. So he always had that support. And, I, and, and so it was never about him compromising because he would see that time and time again. And, and the more comfortable I got, the more I was even able to lift him up even more. So it, 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 it never went away where it was just like, you know, push away. I mean, I give it to you, but, you know, it was with a stank attitude. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's never about compromising. Don't use that, that word in the context of a relationship. It's, that's, that's poisonous. That, that means you are lowering your standards. Mm -hmm. It's really about complimenting, you know, finding a way to compliment and to blend. And so for me... I simply took a simple shift like it was just the discovering like, oh, but now instead of me compromising on what my highest value was, I put my growth into her. There you go. Mm. There you go. I focused on how can I make this, you know, instead of me trying to change the world, yeah. you know, it starts really with her and she's That's the huge. person that I'm doing all of this stuff for in, in a big part of it, mm -hmm. you know. In my in my mental construct, you know, so that's what I, I just shifted my focus to growth mm -hmm. on her and our family. That's like what Jay Papasan said, and that what makes all the rest of it happen. The dominoes, yeah, yeah the domino effect. Which, funny so, enough, you see, it it worked out by simply investing in the right place, the the one thing, yep, right. and it just made all the other dominoes fall. I love so, it. and and also want to add to like as far as modeling. Um, because we we don't we didn't have the, them as far as like relationships and stuff in our life. Yeah. But one of the main things that I I think that people tend to do is looking for this perfect model of like this perfect relationship that mm. that just that's a myth like nobody right. is even that perfect like mythbusters because it's like if you're not perfect like how are you going to expect your partner to be perfect too so. To, to us, it was just picking pieces from different couples that we really, truly admire right. and making it our own as well, yeah. you know, and, and, and use it and creating our own model and, uh, and discussing it with us. Because um, a lot of people, when, you, when they're getting into a relationship, or I even talk about this with, uh, some, with one girl that is, was getting, is getting married, and it's like, have you thought about sitting down and thinking, what is that actually like being married? What does that actually look like? Mm -hmm. um, we just think about this grand day, but then don't think about 
<laughs> you have to live with you have to see this person every day all those irritations that you might have right now they're still going to be then it's going to get bigger and bigger but how does that look like and who are people that you admire couples that you admire and see because it's just not about uh, you know being together for a long period of time but just having that passion that just real connection every single day is what's what's important for me yeah and that just reminds me of the statement to focus on making your marriage better than your wedding day love that okay make your marriage better than your wedding so let's move on that's number one and that's a big one that's yes, that's a real big one and it's probably the again it's the big domino there so number one is help them to fulfill their number one driving force. Number two on our list of these five keys to an amazing relationship. Number two is to never stop dating. Mm-hmm. All right, never stop dating. And so what do I mean by that? Well, again, once you kind of, quote, get used to somebody, <laughs> all that stuff, the romance, and they just kind of starts to get pushed to the side. So some examples in our life, um, you know, when you're dating, you do special things you know you do exceptional things you bring little gifts compliments you're doing a lot to, because you just into them you know so never stop being into that person so uh, on a pretty frequent basis I find some way to you know gift her with something or to create a special experience or I'm really really big on complimenting and I think it's probably like I, I overdo on the compliments because <laughs> I'm obsessed with her anyway. So I'm constantly complimenting her and just and of course, that date time period. This is so important is that with all the stuff we have going on today where everybody has to be everything, basically, if it's not scheduled, it's not important. You have to actually schedule this, like yeah, put it on your calendar. Oh, my goodness. Yes. You know, maybe it's every two weeks you guys have date night, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's, you know, especially if you have in the context of you have kids. <laughs> the babysitter's all set or whatever the case may be. If you've got built-in babysitters like we have, you know, every teen- teenager, um, but that can be the thing. But make sure that you have it planned out in advance. Like we got Beyonce's on the calendar when she goes next month. And then today, you know, we've got like um, one of the things with dating, uh, do your favorite things together. We both love, and this is something we connect on. We love movies. We love superheroes, superhero movies. So Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Like we're just kind of <laughs> nerds, you know, we're like nerded out with this stuff. And so we could just get together and like go to these magical lands together, you know. So we got uh, advanced tickets to Suicide Squad for nice. the new DC, you know. So that's one of the things we're doing. So do stuff that you enjoy together. But also another thing that we love to do together, you know, is, you know, like personal development and um, just listening to things that just are really about developing ourselves. So just it's 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 huge quality time for both of us um, to do. So that's really been an important part of our of our relationship, too, is us kind of being on the same uh, trajectory and wanting to with the personal development, that kind of thing, which we'll talk about more in a minute. But it's also important to tune in, and this is where there's the, the different love languages, and there's a book and audio book that people can check out on that, uh, the five love languages as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but tuning in and finding out how does that person want to be loved, this is kind of similar to the human needs, but there's a certain way that they want, that they feel that you love them more. It might be gifts, it might be compliment, it might be um, actions that you take. You know, maybe like doing the dishes really turns her on. Like, oh my goodness, the kitchen's so clean. Come here. You know, whatever it might be, you know. So tuning in to find that stuff. But also 
with that awareness on both ends. So not just with how you're loving them, but also them understanding too that, oh, he's trying to show me that he loves me and that I'm important. So mm-hmm. stop and pay attention as well to be be a little bit more present, which I know you had to work on because when you get in work mode, it's just like, and I'm just like a little kid, like, hey, baby, you look so pretty. <laughs> and, and, and that is his love language, which is, you know, paying attention, like taking those two minutes to just like look at him and gaze in his eyes. And it's the hard, it's hard. I'm working on it sometimes, <laughs> it, you know, because I get in just focus mode and I, Which I wanna, love I want to I want to crush it until I pick up my child and then I can relax and gaze into his eyes so again knowing that is taking those few moments you know it's it's not what I it's and it's not about me sometimes it's about him and and do and doing what he wants okay I'm just gonna put this aside and just give him those few minutes. Because I swear, giving him those few minutes, like, my day is set for the rest. Of- He's so happy. <laughs> it just works. I love it. I'm basically a puppy. <laughs> so another thing, too, with the Never Stop Dating is uh, definitely this is a time to go tech-free when the situation calls for it. You know, of course, so... Um, in some circumstances, it's not necessarily the best idea for you guys, if you haven't talked for a month, to go to a movie and just sit there where you're not mm-hmm. talking again. Um, but we make time so we could do a lot of stuff together. So when we are sitting there for dinner and sitting across from each other and having conversations, I'm not on my phone, right? My phone isn't involved. We might do a couple of Snapchats or now it's, Insta stories. <laughs> Shout out to Instagram, guys. Follow me at Sean Model, and you can even hang out with us here in the studio. We just did some stuff beforehand, but at Sean Model. Um, but I'm in the context when we're together, we're together, and I'm focused on her. She's the most important person in the room. Yeah. All right. We all like to people watch, you know, and especially me being a scientist, I'm always observing something like, hmm, you know, scratching my fake beard, my <laughs> fake long beard, throwing it over my shoulder, but. Uh, I'm so focused on her because it's intentional. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be there with her. I want her to know how important she is and I want to enjoy this time. And then plus, like women, we like to run our mouth and we just <laughs> we just want you to listen. Yeah. So it's also a great opportunity to, you know, just let loose, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and and that's always something like, oh, there he's not listening to everything I'm saying. That's cool. But um you get to have your your time. Let your rivers flow, I say. Yes. Let your rivers flow. Yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's number two is to never stop dating on these five keys to an amazing relationship. So let's move on to number three on this list. Number three is personal growth. Okay, this is a key to having an amazing relationship is personal growth. So you have to work on yourself. All right, this is mandatory. And I love this quote that says that if there's no enemy within, there's no enemy outside of yourself, all right? Because a lot of times in a relationship context, it starts to turn into this war. You know, it's you against them in so many different situations. But how are you with yourself? Are you good? You know, and so working on yourself so that you are a a better person, that you have more compassion, that you have the energy, the mental uh, fitness to be able to adapt in those situations that things can go terribly wrong in an instant. You could say or do something that 
damages your relationship forever, right. you know, and it's just not worth it. But if you can work on yourself to be more prepared by this personal growth, it's going to be a critical element to you having the relationship with, with that you want. And it starts with, so for me personally, it's, it was that, that study that, um, this kind of solitude that I would take to find out how can I be better when I'm with her, Yeah, you know, just even looking into that and you have to build that muscle because I didn't have it. Yeah. This, it was a very flimsy, like, <laughs> I mean, you know, on like the cartoon when they would flex and then the bicep would drop down yeah. under the arm, you know, <laughs> like, bloop, you know, so my, uh, my compassion flexibility was not there, oh. you know, because I grew up in a very, um, a very kind of, you know, violent atmosphere. And in a strange way, it's everybody's really looking out for themselves, you know, and it's, it's not that there wasn't love there or that it wasn't, we would come together if it was against somebody else, right, you know, right. like, what did I say? Let's go, right, you right. know, but <laughs> together it was constant conflict in our household mm-hmm. growing up. And I had to develop that muscle. And to do that, I had to work on myself. I had to study, I had to apply, I had to t- consciously take action. Oh, this is an example or situation where I can apply what I just learned. You're, that's pretty big for me. I think I do a lot of study. And my husband's going to love this when he hears this. I do a lot of study, but then the drills and the practice of it don't happen until it's on him or mm-hmm. after the fact. <laughs> so right now I'm thinking how our conversations this morning could have gone differently. You know, had I worked on this a little bit more ahead of time. Yeah. And then he doesn't get damaged in the process. Yeah. It's yeah. not about. And of course, and with all this stuff, it's not about being perfect. It's about being willing. No, but so I let's be talk. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're doing today. Yeah, so let's talk a little better. bit about honesty in the context of this. So yeah. honesty is a big thing. So I, you know, I, when you work on yourself, it goes hand in hand with honesty, because like when you when you're honest with yourself, you get to see a clear picture on where your relationship stands. You know, and and it might not be pretty. It might not whatever the situation is, at least, you know, where you are at. Um, And so I I always say, you know, with uh, people when they're working with, you know, within themselves and and we've met I've met like on the book tour, I met so many people and I had quite a few people that would come up and, you know, ask me the relationship questions and uh, ladies tell me like, you know, her husband they are not wanting to be with me and, you know, and all these things. And I am doing this, you know, going this path. And what I have to say, like, is, and I, and that's what I told her, is when you're working within yourself and you're truly being honest within yourself, you will find that whatever the circumstance, the outcome that might happen it will always be good. It will it will be if it's if it's you guys being together or being separate, no matter what, it will always be for the betterment mm-hmm. of of both people. Right. And and w- and when you find yourself that it's not is because you haven't quite work you need to work more within yourself. Wow. And because it's, you're going to glow, it's going to show. It's going to show in everything that you say and you do. Um, and, and your partner is going to see that. And when it gets to the point where your partner just is asking you, oh, like, what did you make? Let me just have that. You know, your, your temperament is so different. When this happens, you changed. How did you do that? Then that the door opens. And the more it opens, then you're, you're also helping them to get back to themselves. That's my mom always says, you know, the main um, 
the main point of being in any relationship is to grow. Mm. And if to if you two are not growing, you know, then, then there's, you know, like, what are you guys doing? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I love it. And then there's a, the quote comes up for me is that the rising tide raises all ships. Yeah, you can't help but elevate the energy in that household. And it's doing it's being it. You know, you do it. You bring it to it instead of you going and looking for it. Like, I, I need you to. To fulfill me, I need you to give me something. I need you to make me feel better. Of course, we all want that, and that's a part of a relationship. But in general, to have more moments like that where the person does do that, you bring it to it. You bring the energy to it. And so there was a... When we were in Atlanta, well, I was by myself. You didn't come with me this time. But I was doing the meet and greet in Atlanta, which was amazing. Again, thank you so much, everybody who came out to see me. Uh, when I was doing the book signing portion, and I got a chance to talk with everybody, and we took some pictures and stuff, and there was these two young guys, right? They're early 20s. All right. And they're part of the startup. And now the startup is doing really, really well. I think he said there's maybe nine of them in the startup or seven, something like that. But they're doing really, really well right now. And it's just it's glowing off of them. And so uh, one of the guys, he's got kind of, you know, he got a little serious and he asked me, he's like, so what do you do when he's like, I'm doing so I'm really working on myself. I'm really reading my you know personal development books I'm applying things and my girlfriend is she's just like not with me she's not on the same path and she's just like oh, you kind of like you know you think you're you think you're so much better because you're reading this stuff now or whatever and he's just like you know it's just a really tearing him apart you know because he wants her to be with him and he's at and it was tough because I felt his pain mm-hmm. and but not in the kind in the degree where she you know he seems like she's kind of like whatever with this stuff mm-hmm. but I told him first thing number one is you be the example even in the context of that irritation that argument that disagreement show it show that you're growing show that you're more evolved human being show that you have more compassion show that you have more patience because a lot of people opt out because they say I've tried everything yeah you haven't really thing Mm -hmm. you probably tried like three things Right. That work really bad and you keep trying them over and over again. That's right. And, you know, and the test is even in the heat of that moment, even in the argument. Yes. You know, apply. Be, right. You know, be the example. Show what that love looks like so that they become more interested by the sheer knowledge of your being and how you are operating in the world. That's number one. Sure. And number two is with leading by example, allowing someone else to do the talking for you, too, mm-hmm. I think is important. You know, so sliding somebody a podcast or a book or video, something like that, or Mm -hmm. you guys getting together, going to an event, maybe come out and you see, hang out with me at a live event, or you go to one of these other amazing people out there doing great work to help, uh, you know, change the world for the better. Uh, You go and you go to a live event together, that kind of thing. Do something where someone else can add the voice in because I, I know this quote, I don't like this quote. But you can't be a prophet in your own land. I don't believe it full heart, full force, but sometimes there is that example that where because a person, they know you, you know, and they've seen who you are for, you know, maybe it's 10 years, 15 years, and now you're different. It takes a while to get wrap their mind around that, yeah. you know, and so bring in some outside influence as oh, well. Yeah. All right. And it's be a ninja about that stuff right there because like, why won't they listen? Also yeah. bringing bringing it with um, w- with whatever you take you're giving them without any expectation. I think that um, mm. when when you're mm. giving that information, still right. still at the end of the day, seeing them as they are, and like t- reminding yourself on those 
little things. You know, it can be big things at those moments. The little things that you fell in love with them to begin with or why you like them. You, you know, why you even started to hang, hang around them because those things will kind of help you to, you know, during those tough patches because I, I know I'm, I used to be an advocate for that was like, not only would I give you the information, but I would recite it to you, you know, like <laughs> Tony Robbins said, A, B, and C. And, and, you know, I mean, I would go full throttle uh-huh. where now I don't even have to, it's like, my my body, my actions, my life is speaking for me. I don't have to speak. Wow. That's nice. You know, there's another important part here in this context of personal growth and uh, especially if your partner and you guys are not necessarily on that on that same track is acknowledgement. It's so important to acknowledge the other person for anything. Mm-hmm. Anything that's in the positive direction, yeah. because we feed on that as human beings. We re- it's like positive reinforcement, Absolutely. you know. So if you acknowledge even a small thing, like she doesn't even know probably ninety percent of the times that I acknowledge her, but you know, like <laughs> if if something is done, you know, like if it's you know something with the food or whatever it is, well, you know, I take that back. You do pay attention to everything, and then when I don't do something, <laughs> that's right. But you know, make sure that you just find room to constantly acknowledge them like even today when she went and grabbed that re- she wasn't you know she, she wasn't in her 100% game this morning feeling the best and so she got up and she um, you know took the boys you know son went to practice and then one went to camp and then she came back she got on a rebounder and started doing her thing and she was up there like doing like boxing punches you know she did a double punch okay which i've never seen a double punch work in real life but she was like mm, that's right mm. that's right he's listening to some you know like positive it was like les brown was on the on the um on the radio yes you know playing that and so she just really got in her zone i'm like baby that's amazing you know like it just like that little that's bit right. of acknowledgement mm-hmm. but i felt it too i want it but sometimes you won't say yeah. something mm-hmm. so i just like i ha- i have to i've training myself to just acknowledge the fact that that's awesome what you just did and really especially with guys this is we're all about that that's really what we want is just to be acknowledged for being a man and Mm -hmm. for doing even that's if i just went and got you Mm. you know chipotle in the you know and it's snowing outside just give you know just acknowledge the fact that i i did this for Mm -hmm. us Mm -hmm. i care about you Mm -hmm. you know that a tiny bit of acknowledgement you know i might get uh, uh, two thousand people standing ovation, but I want to know: Did my wife think I did good? Oh man! You know, and it's just even though that part of my brain is a little bit, it's it's tucked away more than most people because of this just self uh, self love and and self care that I've been developing. It's not perfect, again. But I still, it matters. And it's a primitive thing. And I love it. Like, when I get it, I'm like, I'm just, again, mm-hmm. Scooby Snacks. Right. That, <laughs> that hard candy shell is mm-hmm. filled with mm-hmm. soft chocolate interior. <laughs> You're an m M&M. and I'll be that. <laughs> Peanut m M&M. and That's so, it. So, last part I want to talk about here with the personal development is health. Okay. All right. Absolutely. If you're going to show up in the context of being your best self, you have to focus on making yourself as healthy and fit as you can. You know, like this is when it comes down to it, you've, everybody's got a lot going on, especially if you have kids. <laughs> if you've got kids and you want to have energy Man. to even talk about 
you know, getting busy, satisfying them, whatever it might be, you know, having a great relationship, having a great uh, intellectual conversation, whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. It gets exponentially harder if you're not healthy. For sure. So taking care of your health is paramount. And we've both, especially recently, you know, for a while, this is how we met. You know, we were we met in the gym <laughs> I love this when I was at I was working at UMSL at at the university we both graduated from. Yeah. And she came in and, you know, eventually we had a conversation and I saw this girl who in, at the beginning, I just thought it was like, that's awesome. Like she's in here trained, like she was focused, like on that treadmill. I'm like, wow, look at her go, you know, but I wasn't, it was just because I've seen so many people in the gym and I was focused on my, on my clients. And this was a transitionary period in my life where I was focusing on me mm-hmm. and all of the ugliness of my past relationships and just trying to find a way to forgive myself mm-hmm. and to grow. So I wasn't even looking necessarily for a relationship. And so I just saw that. And, you know, eventually we, we end up having a conversation and long story short, once we got together, she stopped showing up at the gym. Like, what <laughs> happened? I thought you were like in this fitness stuff like me, you know, and, uh, oh, but God. she was training to go out of town with her friends, you know, to the beach or whatever, you know, but she now it's, be, it's kind of changed. So talk a little bit about that. Well, you know, I mean, it's what you were saying, like uh, the last time I was here and it's like going to the gym, but like I'm done. <laughs> all right. I'm you know, good. I'm, done, I'm all right. right? Um, it, I, that, Honestly, that's I feel like the health part really brought us closer. I think after going through, uh, you know, some of my health issues as well as his, it's like, especially if we want to be here together for a long time. But to be honest, for me, I mean, just being for real, it's not even about being here for a long time is I want to look sexy for my husband. Hey, now. You know, I mean, like... I'm just going to clap. I'm going to clap. I have to. Thank I second you. that. I second you know, that. Um, and, and just thinking of, it's like... Time to go. No. <laughs> right. We'll talk I'm to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, baby. You know, and, and just thinking of as time goes by, like, how my body is going to change. So, oh, I, yeah. in my, I, on my vision... I, on my vision board, I have an idea on how I want to look like when I'm 45. Yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Jada yes. and Will. So, but also having the healthy lifestyle, you know, being able to work out together mm-hmm. um, yeah. adds also another dynamic to our relationship. So it's like, even even if we might have a little something and we still have to work out together, it actually even makes it better, you know? Like, we yeah. we, we have some time to... <laughs> a little something, me a little conflict. <laughs> yes, yes, a little conflict. <laughs> um, it, it just adds another dynamic. So, overall, I mean, health is number one. Yeah, definitely. Sure. And a big part of health, obviously, is nutrition. And one of the things that we use on a consistent basis for our kids and our family is this Organifi and Organifi Green Juice. Go to themodelhealthshow.com forward slash green juice and you can get hooked up with this Organifi. Since it was, I was just on the road in Atlanta and New York City and I brought these instant packs with me that I'm holding here in They're my hand best. that I know is super simple because so it's, you got this tub right. here. It's a little bit more <laughs> difficult going to airports or whatever. Oh, yeah. But these little instant packs and you just pour it right into your water and it tastes Amazing for a green powder. Mm-hmm. And I've tried like literally 15 different green <laughs> green blends. But I use Organifi. And the reason that this matters so much is that this is giving your body a super dose of micronutrients, of minerals, trace minerals, vitamins, enzymes, all these things your body requires in order to do functions. All right. If you're deficient on 
any range from, you know, silica to magnesium to calcium, your body starts to not be able to do processes. Magnesium is responsible for over 300 biochemical processes. If you're deficient in magnesium, there's 300 things your body can't do right, right. or do it all. Oops. So if we're going to be healthy, we have to take care of these things. And this is real health insurance. It's insuring your health. And so we've got the uh, organic wheatgrass powder. We've got the organic... Uh, <laughs> Moringa, which I'm going to talk about more. I just, mm-hmm. I could do a whole show talking about Moringa. Moringa. This stuff is super, super <laughs> duper. Uh, the spirulina, you guys know I'm a huge fan of spirulina. Chlorella. Chlorella is one of the highest protein foods in the world. It's about 50% protein by weight. So it's up there in like the top three or four most dense sources of protein ever discovered. All right. And also the name chlorella chlorophyll, super rich, probably the highest source of chlorophyll in any food that you're going to find. And chlorophyll is basically synthesized like sunlight, sun power. But this it's a potent known kind of blood builder. It's very similar. It's plant blood, all right? And it's very similar to our blood. So the chlorella, and then we've got the good tasting stuff in there, the organic coconut water. We've also got ashwagandha in here. We've got turmeric for the anti-inflammatory properties. Guys, Organifi, just, they were on me. They actually just ordered 500 more copies of Sleep Smarter wow. to give away to our community. So all we right? blew through that first batch, It's huh? gone. It's actually been gone. <laughs> right. So they ordered 500 more books. So go to themodelhealthshow.com forward slash green juice, and you're going to get 20% off your first purchase of Organifi, and they're going to give you a copy of my best-selling book, Sleep Smarter, for free, sent right to your door. So you're going to get Organifi, 20% off, and you're going to get a free copy of Sleep Smarter. So uh, use the coupon code at checkout. Model M O D E L at checkout, and you're going to get hooked up big time. All right, so if you haven't already gotten on board with Organifi, I'm a huge fan. I use it all the time. I just had some uh, yesterday. I've had mine today yet, and I brought my little travel pack. So after the show, I'm going to load oh, up that one there. You're going to use that one. This is the one that I particular have. pack. This is right the one there. I have. You trying to get it for me? I was sliding my hand. It's all over good. There I've got a little. I got a little extra here <laughs> so in my. That's funny. You talked canister. about the difference between the the travel pack and the canister so i've had to put i've tried everything to make funnels to make those fit into the bottles it is way nice to have the travel pack they pour right in but you can we've done it like you've seen me i make like a paper funnel (laughs) i fold up some paper and put it into a bottle you you know but travel packs are really awesome so organifi is is the bee's knees guys so now let's go ahead and move back into (laughs) our five keys to having an amazing relationship. And so just a recap really quick. So number one was help them to fulfill their number one driving force. Number two is to never stop dating. Number three is personal growth. And number four is to practice the two most important words in a relationship. Okay, the two most important words, not the three, not the I love you. The two most important words in a relationship is I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. Now, why does this matter so much? Well, in the in the context, especially in a disagreement, which is going to happen. All right, I remember when we were <laughs> when we were fresh. You know, we were like eight months into our relationship. Just like I, I was just, you know, the whole thing. The 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 love songs. Just couldn't wait to see her. Didn't want to not be around her. And so I'm just like measuring everything. Like I get to see her in like 20 minutes. You know, like this class is almost over. Whatever it is. And I remember telling her this. I said to her, I said, I don't think I could ever be mad at you. <laughs> All right. What was wrong with me? I mean, what was I thinking? At the time. 
I said those words out loud, not just even in my head. Yeah. I said those words out loud. Could not have I don't think I could ever be mad at That's you. That's right. Cut to, now you, you know. know, yes, of course. But you, you know you're wrong for that. <laughs> There's nothing. And so, you know, everybody's going to have conflicts yeah. and, and disagreements and arguments. And that's a natural part of being in the space with one person. You know, they're not always going to... A big suffering is for when we want somebody to do what we think they should do, mm-hmm. you know, versus, you know, them being their own sovereign individual. Of course, there's going to be some conflict. But that stuff really, honestly, and it's in the minority in our life now. It's like a small percentage when it used to be it was on a yeah. pretty consistent basis for a while. Right. And it wasn't until I in this la- in this last year, I've said I'm sorry, probably more than I have in the past 11 years, mm-hmm. you know, and probably the year before that it was more than, you know, the past years. Because I'm finding that you've got a choice of whether you do you want to win? Do you want to win an argument or do you want to be happy? Sure. There's a quote I love that says it's not about who's right. It's about what's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. On our relationship, like saying I'm sorry was like was that. I mean, I would rather like drill a hole in my hands. Like, <laughs> it, 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 it could not come out of my mouth because right. I'd never that was something in my in growing up like it just that just did not happen mm-hmm. we just didn't do that you just kind of act like we cool happened. and we just right. move on and obviously created like such a huge conflict in our relationship because he's just wanting to hear I'm sorry and I'm just like Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Right. Mm-mm. right but you know, speaking to what we were talking about previously about self-growth and also being honest and just really looking at, you know, why? Why can't I actually say? Because I know, and and a lot of times, it's not even saying I'm sorry because I am sorry. But you know what? I'm just sorry because, like, this is just ridiculous. And it doesn't even matter. And a lot of times, you know, and I picked this up from him, which is, you know, when he really gets there, to that point, you know, it's, it, you, and then I'll ask him or he'll ask me, you know, is, um, am I with you or am I against you? And that automatically, you might want to say against, but you know the truth. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, it's just to calm down and just, you know, and saying, I'm sorry, because I'm contributing um, to this toxic portion, yes. you know, and, and also another thing is, is, you know, when the two of you are good that space, that field. And a lot of times as women, and I, I, I mean, I can beat anybody on their best day on caring stuff and I'm going to act like I'm cool. I will even laugh, but I am carrying the stuff. And I, I used to be that person. And instead of having that clear air between right. the two of you, and you know it feels right. It feels good. That's when you and, can work on things. And that's when you can work on things. And once you get to that level, which obviously came again from working with myself, being honest, finding out the root causes and why mm-hmm. am I like this to, to get into that space to we're now to the point where if if the energy is not right, my son feels it and yeah. and he will call you out. He will <laughs> yeah. call that you out yeah. immediately. Right. And, and he's the same way. He has to make sure that if he makes a mistake or vice versa, he he wants you two to be good, like the the space to be good. Four year old boy, he, he won't he won't move. He he won't uh, leave it alone until good. 
good. The space yes. is this good. is an example of like That's you create said, the energy. Yes. Rising tide raises all ships. That's he has that perspective in life, and he he'll come like he generally nine times out of ten he knows the person. He's like, Daddy, say I'm sorry to mommy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Or mommy, say you're sorry to daddy, please. You know, yeah. and yeah. He knows what a powerful tool that is. And but this one is this might be the most difficult one of yeah. all the five because you have to really be human. As crazy as it sounds, all right? Because mm-hmm. when you're in conflict, we naturally go to that amygdala, all right? So this more primitive part of your brain that's more concerned about self and self-preservation and it's kind of automatic, all right? But to be In those moments when you're upset, when you're irritated, to remember to bring that greater consciousness and awareness back to the fold and say, like she mentioned before, is she actually against me? Does she want to hurt me? Mm -hmm. What can you remember? What is her intention here? You know, what is and and her being able to ask the same thing Mm -hmm. is 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 your intention to actually hurt me? Do you not like me? Mm -hmm. Do you really want me to suffer? No. Right. All right. If that's the context of your relationship, if it's truly like that, then you you need to analyze whether or not that's the relationship to be in. However, if you can be completely honest with yourself in that moment, chances are they're not trying to make you suffer or to hurt you. They're hurting. They've got some kind of dissonance. They've got some kind of thing that they want to work out with you because they love you too. But again, do you want to win or do you want to be happy? And just by saying, I'm sorry, you can create a space for you to actually have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And and also too, and also too, I think that when you, especially with people who have kids, you just don't have that much time in a day, <laughs> like because we used to, yeah, and, and exactly. you know, I we mean, we, we would spend a lot of time. I mean, like an yeah. hour, two hours, just going at it back and forth. And when you have kids, it's like you you have to shave that time down, right. <laughs> like get down to the root cause. And at, and at the same time, still clearing that space. So you're not caring that whatever if that's little resentment, even if it's just a tad like, mm, right. I don't get it. No, if you don't get it, like we can talk another time where it's just like, you know what, babe, like that, that still didn't feel right to me, you know, but you and, and being able to continuously have that conversation because we don't have that much time, especially when you have kids and, and still, but you still want that energy to be fluid in the household. Yeah, yeah, we do. We've been working on assuming best intentions first. Mm, yes. yes. And let, laying that out there as maybe it isn't the meaning that I'm attaching to it that's negative. You know, maybe the tone in his voice isn't what I've created on top of it. And it's mm-hmm. making a real difference for us there. I love that. Can yeah. you say it again? Assume best intentions, Assume good intentions first. Best intentions. Assume good intentions first. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because we usually do the opposite. Like, yeah. Hold on. You know, the edge comes up first. How? But the way to get to that place is your own personal growth. Yep. Working mm-hmm. on yourself so that you're able to have that tool ready. Mm-hmm. Instead of the reactionary, you can be in response. Exactly. Okay. That's the word re- root of responsibility is the ability to respond. Yeah. Instead of being reacting. For sure. So this one is a really important one, but it's also, I think that this will bring the greatest connection and growth like immediately if you can kind of tune into this. And it's not necessarily, again, none of these things are an overnight success, but they can be, they can put you, your relationship in a whole new direction. But this one is something to work on. It can be challenging, but if you can do this, I think it'll really 
will really change the game for you. So, for sure. all right, now we're at number five here, guys. So, number five on our five keys to an amazing relationship. Amazing. Number five is to turn irritations into admirations. Mm-hmm. All right, turn irritations into admirations. Bring so me the magic wand. What do <laughs> What do I mean by this? Well, a lot of times, what we're arguing about are the stupidest. <laughs> Things. I mean, just think about yep. some of the things people argue about. Like, um, you know, you left the toilet seat up, which I don't do that. Um, the, the the toilet roll, the toilet paper roll uh, might be whatever. So let me give an example. Let me give an actual real world example. So I used to be super irritated by <laughs> when she would be making the list to go grab some food, go to grocery store, which I used to do it a lot back in the day. But since things kind of change with the schedule, she's been going and so she go to the grocery store and there's just there's generally like like one thing I specifically want, like a special thing, like I want this thing. And we'll just say maybe 7 out of 10 times she just she just wouldn't get it. She forget that one the one thing that I want. Okay, you got all this stuff for the household, but I want this one thing. Mm-hmm. And then I go to get it and it's just it's like, babe, <laughs> what I asked I, but I, I text you to remind you too. Like how did you forget it? And it used to just really like I would I would get so mad. And <laughs> now, li- literally now, if it happens, which it still happens from time to time, <laughs> but I'll just be like, really, babe? Really? You got me. You know, it's just like, but I, mm-hmm. because I don't put so much attachment to it. And I actually, I think it's endearing and I think it's cute. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're not, because the thing was, it's like, I thought she was trying to hurt. Like, how could you sabotage me? I asked you this. Am I not that important to you? You know, that all these crazy things would be in my, in my mind. I'm just now for the first time speaking them out loud. Right. But it was really, she wants me to be happy. She does not want me to be mad at her. She does not want a conflict. It's just because I think she was putting too much pressure on herself to not mess up. You know, and for me to have the compassion and the love and the patience to see that, you know, instead it's more endearing. And like really in reality, it doesn't happen as often now, but it still does. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, uh, you know, and another another thing. Uh oh, it's hard. One other thing. <laughs> <laughs> you only get she, one. <laughs> no, she's like uh, a habitual <laughs> I know what you're about to like serial killer of leaving packages open. All right, leaving tops off stuff. Yeah. Just last that. night, husband hates when I wrote too. this out already uh-huh. for the, the outline of the show, <laughs> she did all this work to put this amazing meal in the crock pot, and she mm-hmm. puts the lid half on. Mm-hmm. It's like, put the lid on. Yeah. It's not going to cook. You know, and it's just like, but at first, I, you know, I go to open, you know, a bag of, you know, fresh cacao that maybe cost, like, this is back in the day when it cost like $40 oh, or something and it's just open just getting exposed to oxidation <laughs> and I'm just like oh, you know <laughs> oh, oh. you don't want to but, see me angry <laughs> and so I'm like just close <laughs> close the bag you know just try and close it and but over time it just starts to be like this is yeah. cute because her mom does the same thing I go over to her mom's <laughs> house packages a half closed like it's just because they're on the move. Have you seen them whip stuff yeah. up in that kitchen? I've seen them both. So they whip out the best things, and then there you go. But I think you you're right. You, obviously, it's but it's not that I'm trying to hurt. And and the problem is, it's like taking it personal. And I would take it personal too. Like, and of course, feeling really bad about it, and which made me forget even more the next time I would go. I don't know why, but. <laughs> 
one th- I guess for me, one of the main ones, and I think that you've probably talked about this a little bit on the show, was um, it used to not only irritate me, make me angry, angry, and I would shut down. And like I said, when I shut down, I mean, I'm cool. Like, I'm laughing. I'm, it might take even six months from mm. now, mm-hmm. but I will bring it up, you know, which was he was just so aggressive. And and especially like intense when we're having if it's an argument, um, just daily. Yeah, stuff just daily stuff. Yeah. And and I'm I wasn't used to that. I I come from a background where everybody in the house like we were very like we used our inside, inside voice. voice, you know. And <laughs> a lot of times like you if, didn't see. Yeah, and like stuff. if 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 I would seemingly yell or if I would outly show my frustration my mom would be like okay you need to go meditate like you didn't met when did you do a meditation go 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 mm-hmm. so living with him initially but the funny part was i loved his aggression on other things how he his work ethic what like i said earlier like if he's if he has his focus on something he goes at it with that aggression including my focus on you yes oh, exactly fuck. exactly yeah. so so one one day when I you know and this was obviously from a lot of talking and have to and this took a long time. This was one of the things that you know maybe in the past you know two years where I've really gotten comfortable and loving it was it just dawned on me like wow he actually does have that lion tattoo you know on his chest. He he, he does roar like he he's a roar and he's a lion. And that's what I love about him. And it's it's right there, you know. And now <laughs> when I see him do it, it's actually, it's cute. Like, it's just like, <laughs> or I might be like, okay, babe, you know, so especially when he's hangry. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you yeah. know. But I think it's just cute. And I'll just be like, boys, go get a snicker, right. you know. Like. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, you know, and that kind of also breaks him down, like mm-hmm. breaks down the intensity level when when he sees my love because he was he used to pick up from my my shock value and that makes him more mad like why are you acting like i'm about to kill you and yeah exactly (laughs) and (laughs) that's so true so so i think over time too that also made him see how much i cared about him and loved him because at the end of the day i love the saying seeing what is as it is seeing what is as it is Seeing him as it is, not it's not a matter of changing any aspect of him. If he was only just this way, just a little bit this way, those are the same aspects that I loved about him initially, you know. And and what changed, right. you know? What what's the, what are those things that changed that all? It's that comfortability, and then all of a sudden, as women, we always think we can change somebody in some in some aspect, you know. If you do something. And, and just getting back to that, just looking at him as he is, mm-hmm. and and then you find and you find the beauty of it. And when you do that, then he becomes even more receptive sure, sure. because he sees that I am being more open and giving me more love. And even you know, scripturally, a, a, a gentle word turns away wrath. Mm. So you brought yeah. in humor, a smile, yeah. a kindness that brought that all down, yeah. and it worked. So most certainly, as a side note. Bring some joy and some humor back in whenever you can. Yeah. And yeah. that can help alleviate oh, a whole man. lot of tension. I, I've done that more with her. Yeah. Because she doesn't really, 
Well, of course, being with me this amount of time, that aggression is there, more present. Yeah, but, but that more so, is it was too. like yeah, well, <laughs> more so, it was like very timid and serious. Y- yeah, and then all, but then whoa, mm-hmm. it's like whoa. watch out. Yeah. Who are you? You know, just but flipping out. Yeah. Like, uh, was it? Was it? I'm gonna get you, sucker. <laughs> yeah. You remember that movie? <laughs> yeah, I do. When she just basically turned into a monster, right. a zombie, or the whatever. Map, yeah. And so, but for me, even when those moments we get close, I'm like, did you hear this? Like, right. I'll, I'll make jokes about it for like two weeks. You know, like, <laughs> did you know you said this? She's That's like, right. whatever. You know, <laughs> but so you know, great. to diffuse it. But for me, she just said it. I'm a very just by nature and nurture, mm-hmm. you know, an aggressive person, you know. And so, again, I grew up in an atmosphere where everybody talked loud. Like, this is how you communicate. And so, by being in those situations where we're not even necessarily having a, there's not a conflict there, but I'm being aggressive mm-hmm. about it. And she's just like, you know, like, I'm just, and immediately my brain and her brain are start to. Defense. Going, like she's going in mm-hmm. defense and then mm-hmm. I'm going into defense mm-hmm. and then off. And then it's just like, but there was nothing there. No it's there. just my personality. And then once this would start to come out, I'm, I'm even asking the question because of the personal growth. You can see and ask the questions. Why are you wanting to change me? This is who I am. And mm-hmm. these, there's, you know, and then she starts to, she just said like, there's great things about that. I just don't want you to be that now right don't be yourself now you know what i'm saying (laughs) and so what i would do what i this is what this is what actually happened is um once i realized that i didn't want to change i wanted to be i liked myself Mm -hmm. at the same time i saw that for her to get connected and to love that part of me again and to see like everything she just described i need to be a little bit more reserved mm-hmm. in certain spots try a little tenderness you know and so <laughs> she knows that when her senses start to heighten i can see okay i'm i'm growling a little mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. a little too loudly let me just you know but i'm not i'm not changing who i am i'm just loving her more and being more patient she's gonna let me roar you know she's she gonna let me be to myself tame that tiger now and so <laughs> and so just by creating that space That's both lovely. of us again with that work coming together and making that happen for each other. And it's just all of these small things we're talking about when you, this, I first heard Wayne Dyer say this quote, when you change, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. All right. So you immediately can start to see the beauty in those small things that might get on your nerves Mm -hmm. and maybe even laugh about it. Maybe even tell a joke, maybe even kiss the person or hug them or thank them or just be grateful that you have somebody there who will leave the toilet paper roll empty <laughs> or leave the uh, leave the toothpaste. leave the toothpaste yeah. at, you know squeezing it the wrong way That's be right. happy that oh, you have man. those other hands mm-hmm. there That's to right. to give you that experience mm-hmm. so love that everybody thank you so much for tuning into the show today i hope that you got a lot of value out of this um, this is very uh, intimate and important for me in this moment because i have the person who has changed everything about me uh, without trying. You know, she didn't She didn't have to do anything. Just her being helped me to become the best version of myself. You know, she's been like the fertilizer for me to grow. And that's what it's really about. It's not about thinking that somebody's going to complete you or that you're not whole in and of yourself because you are. It's being with that person and 
cultivating that relationship where they help you to grow and to see how great you really are. And that's what she's done for me. And I love you so much. So thank you. I love you too. (laughs) So everybody, thank you so much for tuning into the show. We've got some amazing, amazing guests coming up, amazing show topics. So make sure to stay tuned. Uh, Head over to themodelhealthshow.com. You can get the links to what we've talked about today. And also make sure to check out Organifi at themodelhealthshow.com forward slash green juice. And keep it going, guys. We are making a big, big difference out there. And it's because of you, you know, being a part of this model nation and not just gaining this knowledge, but applying it and being the walking, talking representation of this. And your relationship is the biggest, most important part of your success and your health. So make sure to put some focus on that and dial it in. All right. Take care. Have an amazing day. And I'll talk with you soon. And make sure for more after the show, you head over to theshawnstevensonmodel.com. That's where you can find the show notes. And if you've got any questions or comments, make sure to let me know. And please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and let everybody know that our show is awesome and you're loving it. And I read all the comments, so please leave me a comment there. And take care, everybody. promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help transform your life. Take care.